pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. That's a great catch by David Tyree. We hear Catch the Moment podcast live at Tyree's table. The grand opening of the table. I'm with the one and only. Yes. I don't know if you're out there. I hope you can hear us. Are we talking to the podcast or we talking to Instagram? I'm just confirming that they can <laughs> that they can hear us. Catch the moment podcast has been off the air for a little bit. We've been in the lab. We've been slowing down so yes. that we can build some momentum. Absolutely. Um, more background here. We got some wonderful friends and supporters and and um, amazing guests in the Morristown community. We're at 68 South Street, Morristown, New Jersey. We are. Huh? Different atmosphere. It's definitely different. We're not at the orange table, but we're at Tyree's table. We're at Tyree's table. So I know you just mentioned we took a pause. Yes, we did. With the podcast. We did. Tell me what your thoughts were in relation to launching it again. Obviously, podcasting is a lot of work. There's a lot of reasons people don't do podcasts. There's a lot of reasons people do do podcasts. And my thing is, when you have a big old family, a beautiful wife, everything takes a lot of planning and strategy. And I think we went into it with a good strategy and a good approach as to why it was worth it to do it. Mm -hmm. But it gets labor intense. I was building a brick and walking on it at the same time. Wow, that's, that's a hell yeah. of a metaphor. <laughs> that's what it felt that like. That sounds hard. It felt like, you know, and I think because we have so much, not because right. we have so little. I mean, like we have seven children. We have a brick and mortar concept business that you run day in, day out. Um, I'm working to pay bills by speaking and looking toward really putting a, um, a true, you know, so the pause was about, man, how do we do this in a really efficient way? You know, like versus, man, I'm trying to book somebody and, you know, we like to do our podcast in person. We like to actually have a conversation before and afterwards, really engage with our guests and that's it's just a lot of work that comes along with getting somebody in the evenings and so that's I think the, it was the, it was probably the rebrand. I mean, there was some changes and things of that nature that sure. kind of um, brought it all together. But tell me, just as you look over the last year with podcasting, you know, I want you to give me two things that you learned from it, like that you really your takeaways. The first thing that I've learned is I need to get, I need to be better. <laughs> in what way? Preparation, right? Like, you know, like, I think I, I, I understand these things in my mind. What it takes to be good at anything. I, I, I find myself frustrated more because I know what it takes to be good at something and not always feeling prepared. I don't feel, necessarily feel like I've, there, there was ever a time that I didn't enjoy doing the podcast. But when I'm doing something, I don't feel like I'm creating the rhythm that I want in relation to conversation, preparation. Was there, you know, a lesson? Was there some keys? Was there some takeaways? How do we ask the right questions? What's important to the guests? Right. Um, those are some things that I've learned about myself and learned about how to be better. The other thing I think I've learned is what do I really want to get out of it? You okay. know, like, and it's not just from a selfish standpoint, right. but what is really driving right. all the moving pieces that it takes to do a podcast? You know, there's all kinds of... Because it's not about revenue. It's, it's just not in a simplistic way. It's not simply about that. And what do I really want mm -hmm. to come forth as the final product from Catch the Moral Podcast? Tell me what 
you took away that was valuable to you? I love people. I really enjoy people's stories. Like, think, give me a little bit more. What more are you asking for? <laughs> more? I mean, like you say, you love people. I mean, but you can get people by coming to Tyree's table and hanging out. No, I what said I enjoy really, their stories. I enjoy... Is there any particular story that you really, you know, that, that was kind of set apart? I mean, we've heard a lot of stories, but give me one or two that were a little bit more maybe impactful to you. Because you are. You're right. We're hearing people's stories. And I know I've sat in on many podcast myself and at different times I cried I laughed sure at different times I was amazed at you know just people's tenacity sure if there's some there's a couple yeah. significant moments that I can I can trace to um, things that either impress me or inspire me yes I think that um, the first one I'm thinking of is Kim Danico extremely profound you know Mr. Devil New Jersey Devil and he was talking about his moment of moving towards sobriety and how it was it was almost like a crystal clear moment for him yes at like hey and i can't remember his exact words so i can't right. quote him properly but there was almost like a god moment where he knew he think something had to change in his life i remember that and i could just sense the severity as well as the authenticity of reach in his soul yes. to be better to yes. be whole to be um another significant story I really love was the Blake Wynn episode and Blake Wynn is a really successful young entrepreneur. He calls me a mentor. I call him my, my, my Gen Z mentor. Um, I think we need mentors young and old in, in this in this age. But I like this story because he's also um, related to billionaire uncle Steve Wynn, but he didn't really have a relationship with his uncle until he was already successful. Mm -hmm. He didn't have a substantial relationship. And when you consider someone who has relationships with someone, you would never gather that. Right. So I really enjoyed that part of his discovery, his journey. He had his own drive, his own vision, right. his own sense of mission and purpose as a teenager. Right. Um, that's just a couple off the top of the head. But right. it's really what makes the individual who they are, right. what, what shapes them yes. in, a, in a profound way, whether it's about a moment of transition or yes. it's a defining moment that really makes them unique. I think it's the uniqueness of the individual. Yes. What about Eric Reed? Well, that was the dopest episode. I mean, you know, it was it was a pretty intense episode, and I say intense because it kind of pulled the curtains back. Oh gosh, yeah. A lot of dynamics of of the yeah, our, our beloved NFL. I mean, yeah, it's 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 horrendous, right? Everybody has a love hate relationship with the NFL, <laughs> and it's because of the history. It's like we have a, a history of oppressors. When I say oppressors, meaning people that only stand to benefit at the expense of others. And I think that's the history of America, that's the history of business owners, that's the history of a mindset that's slowly being bent over or turned right. over because people recognize that there's a better way to honor people and their contribution and their gift. But Eric Reed's scenario was all this, you're talking about exposure. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of hypocrites. Right. And, um, you know, in relation to who... You talk about a dynamic player and yes. how he was treated. Yes. At, you know, now his efforts as well as Colin Kaepernick's efforts 
is is the theme of what the NFL is trying to you know wave its banner on. And it's at his, it's at his expense. Yeah. Very profound episode. Make sure y'all check yes. that out. Yes, that was yeah. a good one. There was some others, but yeah. it's, it is so many. It's, I really enjoyed Dr. Sorry's as well. You already know that. What about Dr. Just, Sorry, though? I think it was the history. He was so rich in not just the historical narrative in Montclair, yeah. but just the historical, like his historical narrative, like what he was able to see and live through, his relationship with his with his mother and his father like Absolutely. you know what i walked away with from him there was so much honor there yeah it was very admirable i loved it and you know i'm a big honor guy you know i'm a big big honor guy i think honor can actually solve most of, of so our true. problems within culture we understand what it is at um at face value What's honor at its simplest define honor at its simplest level a respect and reverence that is not earned Right at its simplest level, right? You know, it's not earned. Yeah. It's it's given by virtue of the value that's placed on every individual. Right. That's the simplest definition. But there's horizontal honor and there's vertical honor, and we all need that horizontal honor to respect the human the, the human experience. But then there's the 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 next layer of vertical honor right. that really bestows right. the credit on the position. Right. that servants take in any right. capacity. Absolutely. It's just one of my sweet spots, and I think that, you know, it shapes humility because you yes. you, you have to give a certain deference uh, to to the value that's on humans. Humans are, are just, well, we, we complicate it. Yes. <laughs> but this we're so true. necessary. Yes. Humans are what make the, not just make the world go round, it's what yes. makes the human experience special. Right. Each person's uniqueness. So I, I just, Excellent. you know, I'm tied to it. I'm, I'm, it's my love language. Excellent. Now, I would like to say, right, so. what are you looking forward to this next chapter of Catch the Moment? Is there any changes that you know of right now that you're going to make? We're going to be more efficient. We're going to be more prepared. Um, as far as change, I think that there's always room for growth and evolution, but I think it takes a team, right? So, I mean, like, the transparency that I, that I look to behold is... I, I'm always inviting feedback. You know, I want to include the, the the guests in the feedback experience and the viewers in the feedback experience. What are you looking for more to? I know I want to incorporate more sports conversations. Okay. I want to incorporate Thank you. Um, more more conversation that I, I think that my true passions are, you know, I call them the three J's. The, you know, Jesus, the, the Giants. They, you know, I used to call the Giants the Gents. Why the gents? What's I think the history that was. On that? I think I actually did look up the history. Did they you? used to call them the gents, and I think it was because they had the baseball team and the football team in New York at one time. So there was the San Francisco Giants. Got that's the baseball team. I right. believe they were in New York, and that's how they separated the New York Football Giants. They called them the gents. I got you. So the gents, Jesus, the Giants, and Jersey. So you want to talk to locals? No, I'm talking to everybody. I gotta, you know, we out here in these streets. But those are my, that's where, that's what lights my, my conversation. But I want to definitely incorporate more conversation around sports, um, and and just just have open dialogue. Just have, you know, just have some interaction with with our guests and talk about topics that are relevant to get people to their, um, you know, solve problems. I think that's at the end of the day you want to offer insight and perspective that's that's moving people to um, their next destination 
their next place of achievement, their next place of growth and understanding. Awesome. But yeah, man, we out here in these fam. You know, I think, I think that's the things that I'm truly passionate about are the things that are really um, important, like family, like um, having peace. You know, defining what that is, and it's in its truest context. Meaning, like success is very relative. So, what, you know, what's the point of being successful if you don't have peace? If you don't have um, more meaningful interactions around your success? If you don't have relationships that can sustain you. So um, those are very much the soft skill conversations. And then um, just taking those high performance realities that I've learned through sport, right. bringing them into your everyday paradigm. Nice. We just pause for a minute just to, to get organized so that we can actually build the runway so that we can run, you know, so that we can really have some really amazing guests, really amazing dialogue, really have a plan for uh, what we're going to, provide our, our viewers on this podcast, you know, versus we've been over here at Tyree's table till, till 9 o'clock at night then we then we trying to run over here and do a podcast. That ain't the thing. This is live at Tyree's table. Grand opening. We're going to be having guests all throughout, throughout the day. So make sure you tune in. We are relaunching Catch the Moment Podcast live at Tyree's table. There's room for you. 